You're listening to the Ninja Sergeant live on the Podcast Detroit Network. This episode is sponsored by Michu Entertainment. Michu Entertainment provides A-list celebrity talent, perfect for your next convention or expo. Go to www.michuentertainment.com. Michu Entertainment, bringing celebrities to events near you. Ten, nine, ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one. What's up, Ranger fans? This is Steve Cardenas, a.k.a. Rocky the Red Power Ranger. Hey, this is Eugene Clark from George Romero's Land of the Dead. Hey, this is Jason Font from Power Rangers Time Force. Hi, this is Mike Zapsik from AMC's Comic Book Men. And this is Ming Chen, also from AMC's Comic Book Men. You are listening. And you're listening to the Ninja Starship Podcast with Jimmy McKnight. My favorite podcast. It has begun. Oh, yeah. I am awesome! You take the red pill, you stay in Wonderland, and I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Four, three, two, one, zero. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to episode 89 of the Ninja Starship Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy McKnight, joined as always by the lovable, huggable, and partner in pod, Mr. Wookie Will. Hey, how's it going, guys? And to my right, our fucking resident Uber driver and the hottest real estate agent in Detroit, Mr. Norm Larkins. Thank you kindly. Hey, Starshippers. And off the camera, on the ones and twos, making sure that everything runs so smooth, Mistress Jess. Hey. And joining us for the first half of this show, straight from the Shot of History podcast, Trico Lutkins is in the house. <laughs> What's up? What's happening, brother? How you doing? Oh, Chad Adams and good. Dane Mitchell says, what up? What up, guys? <laughs> What's happening? Uh, we're going to talk about some panda porn because apparently this is something <laughs> that is happening. This is a good real thing. thing on Pornhub. Uh, panda porn is for real. And apparently the whole thing behind it is that they're trying to get pandas to fuck and make more babies. So they figured that if they made human porn... People dressed up as pandas fucking, then show that to the pandas, <laughs> that then the pandas would get all freaky and want to bang and make baby pandas. Makes sense. Yeah. I, 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 mean, I see the theory. After, after I watch panda porn, I always want to bang, so it makes I, sense. Totally, <laughs> right, right. Well, like, I, 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 of course, had to go and check this out for myself, and uh, there is a panda-style section there. It, this is true, and this is, this like, you can be a, a normal person and upload this. This is, like, a uh, 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 general populace able to fucking make their own shit and put it on there. It just How many videos stuff. did you upload this weekend? Uh, I only watched three of them. <laughs> I only watched three of them and oh, one only? three times. I mean. <laughs> Dave Mitchell says, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And Kevin Stakely says, hey, guys. Hi, hey, Kevin, Kevin Stakely. Kevin. All right. Uh, so it, we got the we got our first trailer for it. Yes. Um, yeah. It looked amazing to me. Totally going to see that. Yes, yes. totally going to see this. Uh, I, I did like it. I, I, I liked what, what I saw so far, but everybody else seemed to really dig this because this got 197 million views in the first One 24 hours, day. setting the record for most views for a trailer on its release of all time. Mm-hmm. It beat everything. I mean, it beat Star Wars, dude. Yeah. It beat Power yeah. Rangers. <laughs> it beat everything. People have been waiting for this movie. 
Yeah. You know, since way before that. I mean, whole this is like clown thing. This is one of the ultimate '90s movies yeah. of all time, yeah. and it's really got it's really got the sweet horror element to it, you know, and and like the the just the dream sequence shit, yeah. and it's real trippy. And I got a funny story about it actually. Uh, I didn't watch it when I was real real young. I didn't get it till I didn't get to watch it till I was about maybe eighteen or nineteen. And I had to go buy it just to watch it because it's never on TV. Okay. So I, I I searched this movie out. And this, I think, was one of, like, the earlier DVDs because I put this thing in and I watch it. And it, the way it, where it ended was when uh, the one dude kills himself in the tub and he's just, like, laying in the tub. And I'm like, oh, well, that's a really shitty ending. Like, fuck <laughs> you, Stephen King. Well, that's where it ends. But I didn't realize that you had to flip this DVD over and play the other half oh. of the movie. So I was dating this chick and I'm watching it with her and she's mm-hmm. like, this ain't the end of the movie. And I'm like, what the fuck? And we flip it over. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, I've had this DVD for, like, four years and never knew that you had to flip it over to watch the rest of the movie. I thought it was just a very short movie. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? What the hell kind of DVD do you have to flip to watch? It was one of them the early ones. Yeah, like the old, old laser ones, discs, man. Yeah, yeah, the old geez. ones you yeah, flip a lot. They were like la- laser disc technology yeah. still. Yeah, or they would do the uh, double features where we one one movie on one side, flip it over another movie. Right. Yeah. Like now, yeah, well, now normal, those are on yeah. the same side still. But right. Yeah, can... Dane says it ain't killer clowns from outer space though. No, it ain't. <laughs> no, but yeah. but it's yeah. it. It's it. Everybody watched that when they were kids. Yeah. Well. Speaking of movies, Trico, you're here yeah. because not only are you a historian, you're also a filmmaker. Yeah, apparently now I am. And yeah. you happen to be doing a Kickstarter for your own science fiction film. Yeah. So let's talk about this. What is this? Uh, it's uh, UFO, The Otis Files. Uh, stars local actor, B-horror movie guy, David Hayes. David Hayes. Yeah. We've had him on the show. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, it's about a guy that finds an alien or you know thinks he's seen an alien mm-hmm. and how it like affects his life and it's uh it's really funny it's kind of like um kind of like trailer park boys meets like x-files kind of thing Ooh, sweet. so yeah i'm in yeah i'm in so this thing's on kickstarter now mm-hmm. uh how 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 is it is like how long do you have on kickstarter still oh, or? i think 28 more days okay so yeah this i just, just started just started yeah. okay very cool very cool mm-hmm. so what are some of the what are, Rebels, yeah. Yeah, yeah what are some of the rewards that uh people get for oh, contributing um, to your kickstarter a lot of the actors in it are like local comic creators so there's like a casey pierce tier there's a <laughs> david hayes tier nice um, there's a tier for me, a tier for Stephanie. There's a podcast nice. Detroit tier nice. where you can get like actual recording time here in the studio. Very yeah. cool, very cool. So it's uh, a lot of different tiers. There's we actually had the uh, overalls that David Hayes wore during the filming was like one of the first things that got backed. You yes. know? So those are already gone. So I have to like email the backer and be like, hey, do you want us to wash these before we send them, or is this like a fetish thing? Or, That's fantastic! <laughs> you know? Oh my god. So. Very cool. Yeah. So how did uh, I mean? Well, I mean, this whole thing kind of had to start from somewhere. So yeah. what, what was what was the inspiration for this? What made you oh. decide that I'm gonna make this movie? I was uh, talking to someone at a convention. It was um, like out in Lansing, and they were talking about documentaries and stuff. And uh, they said something. It got my mind thinking about like you know like UFOs and shit that might have happened but might have not happened. You mm-hmm. know. So, like, Roswell type shit. And then, mm-hmm. so I'm driving home, and I'm, like, thinking of all these, like, funny things that, that could be in, like, a mockumentary type movie. Yeah. And I'm, like, acting out all the parts myself, doing different voices and shit, because I had, like, an hour and a half ride home. And I have, like, a <laughs> cassette player in my, in my truck, so there ain't shit to listen to. Right. So, I'm, like, I pretty much uh, came up with the entire movie on the way home. And I got home, I'm, like, all right, nobody bother me. I got to write some stuff. And, 
Yeah. Like, I've had an epiphany on the <laughs> <Yeah>. way home. <laughs> you know? And uh, I don't know. My daughter's a teenager, so she wasn't going to bother me anyways because I'm old and lame. And, you know, my wife, we've been together forever, so she doesn't talk to me. So right. <laughs> everyone's like, okay, we'll beg off and leave you alone. <laughs> and then uh, so I wrote, like, all the lines I came up with. And the next day I just fleshed out the rest of the script. And then uh, it was supposed to be a short film. And I'm like... Um, I wanted to have more people on it that I knew and everything because we started filming the first couple scenes. I'm like, this is fun as hell, you know. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> I kept on like writing and adding more parts, and now it's like an hour and a half movie now. So well, now it's there. Yeah, oh, nice. yeah, that's so fantastic. Yeah. Uh, did you have any kind of like any you know learning experience slash funny stories while you were doing this? Or? Yeah, a um, lot of learning experiences. Uh, working with David Hayes, you never know what to expect. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene, uh, Josh Warner is in it. He plays a reenactor that reenacts David Hayes' uh, flashback scene of seeing mm-hmm. the alien. So, um, like, we had a part of the movie where uh, David Hayes' character, Otis, is training Josh's character how to be Otis for his flashback mm-hmm. reenactment scene. So uh, we have a scene where Josh is, like, turning butter. And I um, in the script, it was like David Hayes kind of comes up behind him and like Patrick Swayze ghosts him, like shows him how to turn the butter. So and David Hayes, he kind of he does like his own thing when he's on set. Yeah. He kind of comes up and just picks Josh up and like acts like he's just railing Josh. And Josh <laughs> kind of goes with it like he's trying to turn butter and he's like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> David Hayes just has this like orgasmic look on his face like he's, you know, that's amazing. Almost there. Yeah, that's amazing. So we caught it on film and we'll uh, it'll be in the movie. We're use that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. we're gonna slow it down slow motion and play like a love song during it. It's yes. gonna be, yeah. What's it's gonna you gotta play the song that whoa from <laughs> yeah. fucking ghost play that song. Yeah. Yes, unchained melody is that what yeah. it is? Yeah. <laughs> well, let's do a shot. Yeah, for the Finally. success of your movie. I'm sorry, I forgot to do that when we Congratulations, started. Congratulations, Congratulations. Thank you. Hope everything you. goes with your Kickstarter. Yeah. Here's to you. And the, it. what is it? UFO the Otis Files. Yeah. Yes. Yep. All right. Cheers. And people can check out a snippet on YouTube, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tell them uh, where, where can they go to find the, the YouTube oh, and uh, um, go to the Kickstarter to contribute. On YouTube, uh, just type in UFO The Otis Files. It'll come up on there. Um, there's like a main one that's like a newsreel. That mm-hmm. was the first one. It was supposed to be like a teaser trailer, but it's an actual scene from the film. Um, and there's a couple others. And I think that someone did like a fake one because they're like, UFO the entire <laughs> movie's on here. You know, like... One of those things, but I think it's just a bunch of clips from David Hayes' other movies. Mm-hmm. So it's cool. We already got like people trying to rip us off. So that's a good <laughs> yeah. well, and then the Kickstarter is the only way you get tickets to the premiere, right? Yeah, yeah. So uh, the premiere is May six out in Howell, Michigan, and uh, it's at seven o'clock. So everyone can do their free comic book day stuff during the day, and then head out to Howell and, and see a really funny movie. Very cool. Nice, yeah. awesome. Also, this weekend. Ghost in the Shell yes. opened up. We're doing that now. We're doing it now. Yes. We're doing it now. <laughs> right now. <laughs> Ghost in the Shell nice. opened up this weekend uh, with a 19 million worldwide box office. She's so fine. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> Sorry. That's, that's, that's not huge. Um, I mean, 19 million is still 19 million yeah. to me. But yeah. I mean, in the, in the grand scale of things. That's not huge. You got they got, you got blown away this weekend from, by Boss Baby. Yeah, Boss yeah. Baby won. <laughs> Boss definitely. Baby, like... Like, and, I want to see that, Beauty, so I get it. Yeah, yeah. Boss Baby and Beauty oh, and the Beast both Still dominated it. the box office. Um, now, there was a lot 
of uh, backlash for this movie when it was coming out that, you know, oh, they should have had an Asian character mm-hmm. or an Asian actress play this. And, you know, I'm not one to kind of side with stuff like that. I kind of want to see everything first just to see how the story goes because things are different. Yeah. Um, I thought personally, like, not uh, Scarlett Johansson aside, this oh. movie to me uh, – okay, Jesus Christ. Yeah, she's gorgeous. <laughs> um, this movie to me was, I thought, visually beautiful. Yeah. Uh, yes. It was. Yeah. It was visually gorgeous. I, I really, really loved futuristic Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Um, I really loved the, the, the story, period. I thought the story was – you know, it was different than the original anime, but it there was so much tribute to it, and there was so many scenes straight up out yeah. of the anime yeah. in this movie. Um, I, I still had a great time with this, except for the fact that I'm sorry, but even though she did a great job and she looked absolutely amazing, mm-hmm. Scarlett Johansson did not fit that role. No, she yeah. and it, and it, it came out. It, during the actual story, during the, the actual dialogue, movie, and right, yeah, especially right at the end. I'm, I'll, I'll leave this one spoiler free because I don't want this to, to take away from anybody going to see this movie. Go see this movie. It is a good, good movie. Um, but there is just there's a scene at the end where it's just like, it was all right there for you to do this. You could have saved yourself so much backlash and probably got so much more mm-hmm. on the box office opening if you would have just went with an Asian actress. Yeah. Right. You know, and instead of trying to play it safe and bring people in because everybody, including half the people in this fucking room, thinks Scarlett Johansson is just so goddamn hot. <laughs> That's why she should just be in the role. Uh, but, I mean, altogether, though, I mean, you know, regardless of that fact, I still think she did a great job. I mean, Will, you went and saw it. What did you think? Yeah, like, I went in there and I was kind of like, uh, the whitewashing stuff's probably a little blown over proportion. Mm-hmm. And then, being spoilerful as possible, there is a scene at the end of the movie where it, it was just they do this big kind of reveal thing. I'm just like, oh, that, that kind of ruins it having yeah. Scarlett Johansson. I so I really wish they had cast um, the girl who was in the Great Wall in Skull King Island. Okay, um, she was like a fantastic actress and probably just do just as well as Scarlett Johansson did in the movie. Like the movie's great with or without Scarlett Johansson. I think. Yeah, you know. And so overall, like if you're a fan of the original anime. Or if you're a fan of just awesome CGI, a fun kind of little high concept sci-fi story, go check it out. Yeah, you know it's it's worth seeing. I think it is too, man. There, I, I there wasn't anything that I really disliked, but just like you're saying, at the end, you know, there's the there's the reveal where you're just like, it doesn't even make sense. <laughs> it doesn't even make sense in the slightest. Not even in the slightest. Is there yeah. room for a sequel if they hit their yeah. production budget? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're they probably going to do a straight-to-DVD for that one. Yeah, huh? they could definitely do that. So what, you think they just cast her in this role because she's Scarlett Johansson yeah. pretty yeah. much? Yeah. yeah, and I was willing to give it the chance because, like, you know, that with the uh, the Great Wall, okay, that's coming yeah. out, the Matt Damon movie. Everyone's like, oh, that's more Hollywood whitewashing. Well, even the director came out and was like, that movie's about five dudes. He's just one of them. Right. You know, and it's like they put him on the front because we know them. Right. We know him as the American market. I see that. But it's getting backlash from, from Hollywood whitewashing as well. But I haven't seen it, so I can't say. I, I seen that right. one. Yeah. You saw it? Well, yeah. His, his character made sense because he was supposed to be a guy from Europe that's a trader. Yeah. You know what I mean? He wasn't supposed to be a native of China. Like. Like, his character made sense. Yeah. Like I said, this movie, up until a certain point, 
you don't really question her character. And then no. they, they do this kind of reveal thing and you question it and you're like, right at the end. You ruined it for me. Yeah. Right at the end. Everything else besides that, like it, it was, it was all good. Yeah. I mean, really. It was all good. Just till that one point. But okay. according to our scale, it's still a go see it. Absolutely, yeah. go see it. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, the on the, did look on our amazing. movie scale of, well, go ahead. Wait for the porn parody. <laughs> go, go see it. Or no, from worst to best. Uh, wait for the porn parody. Yes. Redbox. See, see it in theaters. Oh man, there's another that's one. That's nothing better than that. Is there? Yeah, that was it. Yeah. You know, we suck so bad we can never <laughs> remember our own fucking I feel like there was system. one more, but it's like saying yeah, ABCs like backwards. Like, like it screws it all one, up. For time travel and go back to the red carpet for me. Oh wait, no, no, it's <laughs> red carpet. Netflix. Yes. What it was? It was yeah. Netflix. It was yeah. wait for Redbox. It was Cornberry, Redbox, Netflix. Yeah. Theaters and theaters. Yeah. I say go see in theaters. Yeah. Go see it in theaters. I get. I second that. Go definitely go see it in theaters. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up. <laughs> this weekend also is jam-packed with absolute excitement, especially today, uh, which is why Will and I are both wearing our wrestling t-shirts. Oh, yeah. WrestleMania 33 is today. It Ooh. starts, when's it start? Like 7 p.m. 7 p.m., Pre- yeah. Pre-show starts at 5. So, so this, <laughs> is, uh, this is the pre-show again yeah. for the next uh <laughs> You know, 15 minutes, this is the pre-show. <laughs> uh, but, I, I mean, uh, on the card, you know, to me, though, this seems like, uh, and, I, and I was talking to uh, Josh earlier uh, from Top Rope Review, so in just in case you're listening, Top Rope Review, plug, 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 um, <laughs> about how this is kind of like one of the most lackluster WrestleManias, you know, out of the last few, really. There's not so much hype for this. And even when you're looking at the card here, like I'm looking at the card, your main matches uh, on this, it, it, you got Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Like straight up, what year is it? Yeah. You know what I mean? Can we just do that? Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's, it, it's, it's a rematch. Yeah, for no reason. Yeah, because we need somebody to. Goldberg beat Lesnar three times now, so it, yeah. you know we had to have that fourth match yeah. because because. But yeah. how old is Goldberg now? Like, he's I remember there. watching him when I was in high school, and I'm 34. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, up this there. Is it. He inspired me to spear a dude in the newspaper <laughs> stands outside of a Coney Island at 3 o'clock in the morning, actually. Oh, that's amazing. I'm dead serious, but, though. Yeah, I mean, I think this is going to be his last match in, with the company, and the next show he'll be the headliner for the Hall of Fame ceremony. That's fine. I'll, I'll go with that. I'll go with that. So the, the, the main event tonight is Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, we also have, uh, and that's for the Universal Championship. We also have Bray Wyatt versus Randy Orton for the WWE Championship. Uh, the Undertaker versus Roman Reigns. Triple H versus Seth Rollins in a non-sanctioned match. Shane McMahon versus AJ Styles. John Cena and Nikki Bella versus The Miz and Maurice. Bailey versus Charlotte Flair versus Sasha Banks versus Nia Jax. Chris Jericho versus Kevin Owens. I'm looking forward to that just because I'm a big Jericho. I think that's potentially going to be a match of the night. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Dean Ambrose versus Baron Corbin. Luke Gallows and Carl Anderson versus Enzo Amore and Big Cass versus Cesaro and Sheamus for the Tag Team Championship in a triple threat ladder match. This should be good. That's going to be my match of the night, guaranteed. I can't wait for that one. Uh, Alexa Bliss versus all available women for the women's championship. Oh, it's my girl right there. Yeah, she's <laughs> taking everybody out. Oh, Alexa oh. Bliss. Yeah, that's absolutely. Sure, Mario, oh, I know. Man. Yeah, little, absolutely. Little Miss Bliss shirt on. Nice. Uh, Neville versus Austin Aries for the cruiserweight championship. 
And Big Show, Braun Strowman, Sami Zayn, etc. Like 50 50 other people. (laughs) Yeah, for everybody else for the Andre the Giant uh, Memorial Battle Royale. And that's what's kicking off WrestleMania. Yeah, This is going in Orlando, Florida. And we actually have some people that we know from down there, like uh, Darshan from uh, 8-Bit Waffles. He's down there right now. (laughs) Well, and it's, I mean... Florida is a big wrestling state. That's where a lot of these promotions work out. It's, it's NXT's home base is, is Orlando, Florida. Yeah. So it's it, it's a huge homecoming for these guys. Most of the wrestlers live in Florida, so it's a it's a it's a big weekend right now for them. Yeah. Plus, uh, I mean, it's Florida, so Florida is great. Yeah. Aaron Swords has Jimmy McKnight as the man, and Ken Jankowski says, agreed, Jimmy McKnight is the man. Oh, thanks, you guys. You're a fan, sir. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, yeah. You're a fan. All right. So uh, let's take a break. But before we do, Trico, yeah. please tell everybody where they can find your podcast yes. and oh, yeah. where they can uh, you know, contribute to your Kickstarter. Yeah. Uh, Shot of History. It's on here at Podcast Detroit. Uh, we get a new episode every Tuesday, or you can go on um, iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, like anywhere there's podcasts around there. Mm-hmm. And uh, f- for the Kickstarter, just go on to Kickstarter, type in, uh, even if you just type in UFO, it comes up. I've been doing it all day. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what competition do we have? Sounds good. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, uh, it's UFO, the Otis Files. Go on there. There's like a ton of different things you can back. Uh, if you can't make it to the premiere, you can get like a DVD. And all the stuff's like as cheap as I could possibly get it. So you get some pretty sweet deals on there. Very don't cool. tell the truth too much in that movie. Yeah. You don't want the men in black to come get you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we are going to be joined on the Skype lines by John Mark Loudermilk, Megaforce and what? Super Megaforce Blue Ranger. We are going to be getting into Power Ranger news and part two of our Power Ranger movie review when we come back on the Ninja Starship. Strawberries, you might work your way up to these goddamn bananas. The macho man Randy Savage is better than the best. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I need some cord there. Sorry. What's up, brother? All right, and joining us on the Skype lines, John Mark Loudermilk. How are you doing, sir? Good. How you doing? Good, man. Thank you for coming to the show. It's an honor to have you here. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. How are you guys? Good. Yeah, we're enjoying this nice weather out here for a change. Yeah, it is. It's been nice here in Georgia as well. That's good. That's good. All right. So my first yeah. question for you: You played Noah Carver, the Blue Ranger on Power Rangers Megaforce and Super Megaforce. My question is: What Ranger did you like playing more, Megaforce or Super Megaforce, and why? Um, I would say Super Megaforce, um, because my character grew a lot. You know, in the second season, he, you know, he started really like hunkering down and trying to you know, be more of a team player and try to, you know, he wanted to be more aggressive, you know, cause I feel like he, he just didn't want to be the, you know, the nerd that, you know, right. the one that came up with the plan. He wanted to execute the plan, I guess, if you would say so. Um, and I also love the suits. I love the suits for the second. Pirates Some were people badass. didn't, but I loved them. Those pirates were badass. Yeah, I love the suits. <laughs> of the, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They were way sweeter. They were awesome. Yeah. So, you know, the Power Rangers has an awesome fandom and so many loyal fans. What do you think about the Power Rangers show that creates such a loyal fan base? I just think that Power Rangers has had the exact same values and morals 
since the very beginning. And so when you have a show that just keeps a reoccurring theme, then and it doesn't change, then you keep the same fan base. And, you know, the fans that have been watching it since they were kids will show their kids now. So with that just going on, it's just like this cycle that will just never end. Um, you know, and it's, you know, it's about friendship. It's about, you know, love sometimes. It's about loss. So there's a whole bunch of things that go into it. And it's also about just teenagers and how they go through high school and how they're trying to go through high school, but also trying to fight monsters from destroying their town. Um, so, you know, what, what's not to love? That's the thing. All right. You know, your character, Noah, was a lot like Billy Cranston, the OG Blue Ranger from the first season of Power Rangers. Yeah. Uh, and the fact that you were both, you know, very into science and gadgets. Uh, does does the real life you share any similarities with the character that you played? Yeah, I, share, I mean, I share some similarities for sure. I, I, I'm always into what the new gadget that's out. Um, you know, I I carry my iPad around all the time now. Since I got it. <laughs> we all I got do. New, I, we all do, and I just got a new Apple Watch, so like I'm trying to be all decked out and all nice. tech now. And then um, I need one of those Apple know, watches, like, man. Yeah, me too. I got the <laughs> Samsung. So I love it. They're, they're so awesome. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Billy Cranston, we just saw R.J. Seiler bring a new Blue Ranger to the big screen um, as a former Blue Ranger. What did you think of the new Power Rangers movie? To be perfectly honest, I have not seen it yet. Okay. That's, right. You were uh, perfectly you're honest. You're we, fine, man. We well, appreciate the perfect honesty. <laughs> you're busy. Uh, yeah, the reason I haven't seen it yet is because my brother-in-law, um, he loves Power Rangers, but he's loved it since he was a kid. But he, he grew up with, you know, he watched Mighty Morphin as a kid, and that's his favorite thing. But... I know he'd be so mad at me if I went and saw it without him. So <laughs> no, that's I'm totally like, cool. That sense, yeah, man. yeah, that's totally cool. Yeah. Uh, so you're heading to yeah. Marble City Comic Con in beautiful Knoxville, Tennessee, uh, Sunday and Saturday, uh, April eighth and 9th. This is is this your first time to this uh, convention? This is my first time to this convention. Not only that, it's my first time to Knoxville. So right on, nice. I'm what so excited? Yeah. What can people expect to see from uh, from your line and your table? Oh, all sorts of stuff. I mean, I have a bunch of posters. Um, I have some headshots. Uh, sometimes I bring toys. Um, <laughs> the biggest thing I bring is like this poster that my friend he hand drawn he hand drew it. He drawn through. Yep. I'm not good at grammar. I'm good it's at grammar. Yeah, yeah. 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 This, yeah. this he, whole show's not good. He drew it. He drew <laughs> himself, and you know it's. It's a collage of kind of like, you know, both seasons and the monsters from both seasons, and it's really cool. So I have a poster of that. Um, I only have about ten of those. So nice. So get there quick so you can get you one. Yeah. Do you have a favorite con or convention moment thus far? A favorite con? Well, I have a funny con moment, but it's kind of sad at the same time. So basically, um, one of my first conventions that I went to. I had this little action figure that was given to me and um, this little boy came up to my table and he said, can I have that? And I said, oh, that's mine. It was my only one. Too. And <laughs> he started He started crying and I was like, oh, no, uh, here you go. So I gave it to him and I was like, oh, man, that's my only toy. Like now I have to go start <laughs> my table. But then he came back 
he he came back, and this is the funny part about kids is that they have no filter, and they have, you know, they it's so genuine because they really don't care. But it's it's so funny because he came back and said like an hour later and said, "Hey, can you sign this?" And it was the action figure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Well, John, thank you so very much for calling in and talking to us. Uh, it was great to have you on the show. We hope everybody gets to get, uh, see you in Marble City Comic Con this weekend. Um, where can people find you on social media? Um, on Instagram. My Instagram name is Johnny Froboy. And then that's the same as Twitter as well. Okay. Um, so, yeah, Twitter and Instagram, Johnny Froboy. And uh, before I let you go, I got to ask you real quick. Are you doing anything uh, recently? Are you, are, is there anything uh, that we can expect coming down the pipeline from John Loudermilk in the future? Hopefully. I mean, I have some stuff coming out um, that my wife, she wrote with two other people, and I had directed it. And um, it's called Dirty Talk. So Dirty Talk, um, it will soon be out, I like hopefully that. on Amazon Prime. So I like that. Yeah. Look out for that. <laughs> Very cool, man. Yeah. All right, brother. We hope to yeah. see you soon, man. Yes, yes. Yeah. All right, man. Thank you so very much. Thank for, you so uh, much for having me. Dude, it was an absolute pleasure. Hope you come back soon. All right, John Mark Loudermilk, ladies and gentlemen. That was that, awesome, man. That was our Blue Ranger from Megaforce and Super Megaforce. I think with that, it's time to get into our Power Ranger news. And now, it's time to visit the juice bar for Power Ranger news. On the Ninja Starship. What the f***? Oh, hey. It's morphin' time. All right, it is morphin' time with Power Ranger news. Power Rangers movie gets a graphic novel sequel. Right out the gate, the movie just come out, and boom! <laughs> we get a sequel already. Yes. Now, I tried. I tried hard. I tried, well, I, I drove to two different comic shops today to try to find this. No. And they didn't have it. Damn it. And the second one I went to, which I will leave unnamed, but he seemed quite perturbed that I was asking about a Power Ranger comic. You were probably the seventeenth person to come in that day and be like, "Power Rangers, I need the Power Rangers." Stop asking us that shit. It was either that. It was either that or uh, this guy was like the comic book guy from Simpsons, and he was just like. Power Rangers is not a real comic series. <laughs> yeah. That's a television series. <laughs> a television series adapted to a comic show. This is just like worst customer ever. Uh, this uh, this was uh, released on March 29th, 2017. The graphic novel tie-in Power Rangers Aftershock, Aftershock takes place immediately after the events of the movie and will follow Zach, Kimberly, Trini, and Jason in a new adventure coming from denofgeek.com. I'm excited. How do we feel? Are you excited about, excited a, about a, a sequel shit. already? I just am. right away? I am. I'll I take am. it. Yeah. I All mean, right. you got to understand we're used to the, the, the show every week. Right, and now right, we have right. to wait. Like, oh. Right. Yeah, I mean, they haven't even started filming the sequel yet, you know? So oh, you're like, come on. Now they got to give us something. Yeah. They got to, because they know that people went absolutely nuts for this. <laughs> we're used to it on a weekly basis. Now we got to wait a couple of years. Right, oh. right. Uh you know, expanding the Power Rangers universe, I mean, we're hearing that this movie's going to be a trilogy. Then there's going to be five. Then there's going to be six. What's the you know, for six? Is that, that a sexology or that, something? Uh, that's a saga. Saga? Okay. Yeah. What's yeah. A saga? I mean, it's a saga. Yeah, it's a saga. <laughs> it's the Power Rangers saga. Uh, so I want to I wanna kind of continue our Power Ranger uh, review before we get into any more of these uh, of these topics here. 
Um, you know, we we didn't get a chance to talk about the morphing last week. And uh, I think that's something that we really need to address because, like, the morphing itself, I mean, dude, like, we waited almost the whole movie to get it. It was such a buildup, such an anticipation for the for the actual morphing to take uh-huh. place. And then, you know, once it, like, we got Billy, Billy morphs, and then you don't get it. And then you don't mm-hmm. you don't get it till the end when they all are there's a reason now and they all have like this this purpose and a really badass soundtrack to back them up yeah. as they morph and change you know and then you get this walk up. Can of I the stop Rangers. you right there? Yes, stop me. Hold on, let me stop you. Shot time. Shot time. Shot yeah, time. Because I need a shot. Yeah, that's forever. Damn. And for everybody in our FB stream, we're we're streaming live on Facebook Shot right time now. For you too. Uh, that. You'll be able to hear the interview with RJ Seiler if you weren't tuned into Podcast Detroit as well. So don't worry, we'll be able to hear that when this comes out tomorrow. All right, shot. Let's do this. Um, my question, and you put a lot of work into this. It's morphing time. Yeah. Now, I, I got some arguments from my buddies. They won't be mentioned, the Coney brothers. Um, <laughs> when they said, and you guys saw it enough times, when they said it's morphing time, did mm-hmm. we see anybody's mouth move? Uh, no. no. Did we see the Red Ranger say it's morphing time? No, no. you just see There you go. Up. I don't want to have to tell you guys again. He did not say it. I, I, I kind of interpret that scene as he thought it. We would have to look in the credits for additional voice like work. Yeah. Yeah. We'll have to I'm look sorry. in additional voice work for Jason David Frank. <laughs> After just all Jimmy's work, that's who it sounded like. I can't I, give it to anybody else. I still I, think it sounds just like him. Well, I mean, I mean, and it, it could be the fact that maybe Dacre Montgomery sounded like him at that point. I am, I am, I'm willing to give it that. It was quoted from a... Ranger in the movie. But it does just sound very... I still think it was JDF. Yeah. I am. I like though that. <laughs> so wait, it was quoted, but you still think, regardless. Yeah, so I don't give a fuck. What no colored ranger says, it was JDF. And JDF, you can call in, or we'll see you in May. You can let us know. We won't yeah. even. Put yeah, it we'll on ask air. him. We'll or, ask him next we'll month. Ask him when we see him <laughs> Yeah, I really like though how next month how the Morthing really meant something in this movie. Like you it, was, it, it was yeah, you you, either bonding because I mean the. In the original, you, they kind of get their morphers, and they're more or less like instantly know how to morph. They're more or less like, "Oh yeah, I just do this. Cool, got the morph." Oh <laughs> well, yeah, well in the first, yeah in the first episode, they're like they're getting their asses kicked by the putties, and then uh, you know while they're getting their asses kicked, they're like, you know they're like, "Oh hey, Zordon gave us these morphers." So let's let's use them, and then yeah. they all of a sudden just know how to call out. Well, he, he does. He's like, "Call to the power of your dinosaurs." Yeah, and then, you exactly. Know, and I mean. This and one, so was, somebody had to die. Yeah, and they didn't even call it their dinosaurs. Yeah, like, I mean, I, I like how this one that you had to be like, you, you unified. You couldn't do it if you didn't have a bond with your yeah. team. Like they had to all be on the same page. It couldn't be Joe Schmo just walks in, grabs the blue morpher, and decides. Oh, I've seen them do this. I'm just going to do this myself. Right, no, which yeah. fucking Zordon and Rita made it seem like it was so easy. So if you guys had such a fucking bond, what the hell went so wrong? Well, they, right. said, they said that she got corrupted by power. Well, she y'all should have seen that coming. And if you guys are so connected, why didn't y'all get corrupted too? Well, she's the Green Ranger. Know, They're always, they always have issues. I'm digging. Yeah, they do. They're a stepchild. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, oh man! Shout out to Rita though. She's, uh, she's awesome. Elizabeth Banks was awesome in this movie. Well, during the premiere, I'm done with these headphones. Like yeah, I, I, I keep, I keep fighting these headphones. Uh, during the premiere, Jason heard. David Frank. That's what I heard. Got kicked out. <laughs> I this was funny. He got kicked out of the premiere during his final cameo scene he did. because he wanted to take a, uh, you know, uh, he reaction wanted to take a shot. video, a reaction shot of the audience. 
and <laughs> during his cameo scene, and it's like as soon as he did, like you could see the video on his live stream. But basically, you know, the fuzz come and pull him right out, and they they're like, "Give me your phone." And he's like, no, because he's got all kinds of spoiler <laughs> shit on his phone that he can't show anybody. Did you he know? post the video of him getting kicked out? No, no, oh, he, he, he he talked about it afterwards, but <laughs> yeah. he was still in his in in the suit and shit. Right. But yeah, that happened. They threw the Green Ranger out of the Power Ranger movie premiere during his big scene he as a said, pop- That's me on the goddamn. Here's screen. what he says. Yeah, that's what he said. It's still him on the screen. <laughs> Yeah, I, that shit was funny. I mean, I get it. Like they take that kind of like pirating stuff seriously, especially. Like, for, oh they yeah, made it seem like they, they didn't but, recognize him. Well, you, they probably didn't. They probably didn't. Well, it was probably, just me. There's probably some security guys they hire who've never seen Power Rangers. You, you think though he could maybe try to clear it with someone to say, "Hey, I want to do I'm this." Gonna record. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Get some permission. <laughs> yeah, I doubt it. 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 it, it I don't know. I think like it's the main dude, and if you're on the t, you're on the fucking big screen right there. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I mean, come on, and he even said it. It's just I, well, I get it, but I, I mean, you're, you're the main dude. Not watching well, the movie, they're watching the crowd. It, it, so. You're paying someone who's probably getting like they're probably getting paid three, four hundred dollars to do security for this event, mm-hmm. and their sole job is to make sure no one's on their right, video so camera. So I'm not watching the screen. Yeah. I'm watching you guys. Yeah, I, I don't know. They probably intentionally hire people who hate the Power Rangers. So they would watch the movie. <laughs> yeah, only air get motherfucker to pull out your goddamn camera. Get up. Yeah, yeah we, don't want, we don't want no fans. No, get, get out still, of here. That's so like, oh, uh, why you keep the Green Ranger out? Yeah. Uh, one thing real quick, too, before we get out of here. Damn I just, I, I, wanna, I wanted to bring this up. Uh, there is an NBA development league. It's a minor league owned by the National Basketball Association, consisting of two teams with players looking to refine their skills in hopes of being called up to the NBA. On March 17th, one of the teams, the Delaware 87ers, celebrated Nickelodeon night by representing the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Now, we've seen this. This is like a trend now. Like, we saw that hockey team not too long back did that, and now this basketball team is doing it. I mean, hey, it's 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 awesome, spreading, man. dude. This it's is awesome, this dude. is bigger than than anything ever. Bigger yeah. bigger year for Power Rangers than the entire time it's been out. Like this this movie, you know, already killed the original movie's box office. Yeah, straight yeah. up. So I mean, th- this is this is huge. This is the year for Power Rangers. So guys, <laughs> it, isn't it crazy? It is. Like I mean, what year is it? Straight up, this is this is amazing. Power Rangers is happening. Uh, until next week, ladies and gentlemen. Hold on. What? Where are they going to find us next week? What? Yeah, let's go on next I'm week. I'm sorry. I didn't mean I'm to shut sorry. this shit down. I'm sorry. No, you're right. You know. You're right. I, I completely forgot to announce. Come find next us. Next weekend. We are going. There is no live show next weekend. Nope. We are going to what? be at the what? No We're live show. We're going to be at the great Philadelphia Comic Con in Philadelphia. It's going to be. Philly in the house. Philly in the house. Philly steak cheese. We We're gonna Philly. be. You're gonna get us seeing. Uh, you're gonna see pictures of us up at the Rocky Steps. Wow. We're gonna be there with the Points of Interest Podcast Network. Uh, get, shout shit. out to our buddy Stan Kanapka from Philly. He's taking care of us out there. We're gonna be oh, moderating fine. some yes. panels. Yes. Uh, Austin St. John's gonna be there. Karen yes. Ashley, David Fielding, uh, a lot of the order crew. Yes. Can't wait to see you guys. Karen if you're Ashley. gonna be there, come to our come to our uh, our booth. Come see us. Come to the panels come and uh, watch us. our live videos. We're gonna be doing streaming all weekend long. We 
starting mm. Thursday Deep till Sunday. Trip down there, the it's ultimate road Philly. trip. Yeah, the ultimate road trip. We're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna, gonna document all the, the entire way down. thing. <laughs> we're gonna post all the way down. You're right. It's gonna be fun. We're gonna be deep inside of Philly. So deep, you'll find deep, us. Deep, deep Philly. Deep. We are inside. coming deep yeah. inside you, Philly. Oh wow. Deep inside you. Yeah. We're trying to impregnate that bitch. Randy Walker said one hour is too short. I'm sorry, Randy. I'm sorry. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you so very much. Again, no live show next week. And until we return, that is a motherfucking show. Thank you for listening to the Ninja Starship with Jimmy McKnight, your source for the best and weirdest highlights in pop culture, sports, entertainment, and America. Visit ninjastarpod.com to email the show. Ninja Starpod on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Available on iTunes, Podbean, Google Play, SoundCloud, or your favorite podcast listening app. If you listen on iTunes, make sure to click subscribe. So you never miss an episode. And make sure to leave an iTunes review, because we love hearing from you. Yes, all of you. This show is a proud member of the Podcast Detroit Network, the Points of Interest Podcast Network, the Wicked Radio Network, and the Tangent Found Network. All episodes are sponsored by the Falling Down Beer Company. Go to ninjastarpod.com for more information on killer deals from our sponsors.